Welcome to a very refreshing hour of business talk. This is Changing the Game with Social Selling, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. You'll hear from the innovators who know how to use game-changing technologies and business strategies to shake up the status quo in your company's future and help your organization move in exciting new directions. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to run with the Game Changers, you're in the right place because this is where the best run. Let's see what the buzz on the street is today. I have a quote from Coca Sexton, who has been on the show oh, a couple of years ago. SocialSellingMasters.com, one of the most recognized marketing experts in the tech industry and a leader of the social selling evolution, or maybe it's the revolution. Here's the quote. Videos are more frequently shared on social media as compared to written content. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. Videos is the key word here. Written content, ah, they're not reading your white papers. Really? They're not picking up your brochures. Really? Okay, social media, that's another clue. So what are we talking about here? Whether you're in sales or marketing, today's marketplace is crowded. It's competitive. There are newcomers wanting to get in the space you think you own. What do you need to do to reach the potential buyers, the customers, the consumers? You need to think outside of the box. You need to get to them directly and you need to give them a way to encourage them to buy from you. That's right. You want wallet share, whether you're B2B or B2C. How are you going to do it? Keyword, I already told you, it's video. Consider creating video if you're not already using it. A lot of you are in the business world, but a lot of you are not. And combine it with social selling. That is a winning combination. I have a panel of three experts. They're going to share their insights on the benefits of using video content in sales and social selling strategies and tips and tricks to get the most engagement and pipeline from your videos. So we're titling this episode, Social Sellers and Video. Look, Ma, I'm on camera. And the implication is you may be the one who's in the video. So get ready. Let me tell you who my three experts are, and then we'll introduce them with their opening quotes. First up, in a moment, a newcomer to Game Changers. He is Jason Taylor, Director of Partnerships and Channel at Grapevine 6. That's all one word, and we will find out what he does and what his company is. Second up is Julio Viscovich. He hasn't been on in a while, and we're happy to welcome him back. Uh, I see a couple of things in his Bioware Marketing Professor, that's a new one, at Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, British Columbia, and Next Level Sales, and we'll find out what Julio's been up to. And rounding out the panel, another newcomer, Alexandra Witta, W-I-T-T-E, Global Digital Selling Specialist at SAP, and rumor has it she has lots of interesting tips about video. So let's go around the table to Jason Taylor, and Jason has sent us a quote from Alan Kay, born in 1940, American computer scientist. He is a former professional jazz guitarist, composer, theatrical designer, and an amateur classical pipe organist, but he's best known for pioneering work on GUI, GUI, G-U-I, windowing, graphical user interface design. So here's the quote, the best way to predict your future is to create it. Jason Taylor, welcome to Game Changers. How are you? I'm doing well, Bonnie. Thanks for having me. Delighted to have you. Nice to know you. Talk to me about this quote, best way to predict your future is to create it. And I know this has been attributed to Abraham Lincoln and a lot of other people, but the earliest I found attribution was, I think, 1971 and Alan Kay, a little past Lincoln's time. So, Jason, why did you pick that quote for our topic today, please? 
Well, I just feel that, you know, uh, social selling is, is more of uh, a personal branding piece, right? And, you know, I come from a background of, of sales, making 280 phone calls a day. Um, you know, the old school cold calling boiler room ask mm-hmm. type thing, right? And I've worked yep. my way into where I am now. So the only way to predict your own future is to create it. So get out there and do what you need to do to get the job done, you know, in order to do what you want to do, right? And I think video plays a big piece to that, um, as it is your personal brand. And video is a great way to get that portrayed, you know, out to your audience. Thank you very much. Question for you, Jason. Is video, is it do or die? If you don't have video, if you aren't, we'll talk about what you should personalize the content, the approach, whether you should introduce your your team through video, how you should customize it per customer, per prospect. We'll talk about that with you and Julio and Alexandra in a few minutes. But do you have to have video in your portfolio of content to put out there on social media? What's your thought? I mean, I don't think it's detrimental if you don't at this okay. point, but I think in, in, within the next few years, yes. I mean, it's, it's uh, the numbers and the statistics from your foresters and your IDCs and your gardeners, they are all proving that video is much more engaging and it's the best way to get your message across. It's the most consumed content that's out there. There you go. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, Jason. Lovely to meet you. And now let's turn to Julio Viscovich. It's been way too long, Julio. And Julio has sent us a quote from Nelson Mandela. I haven't heard this quote before. Nelson Mandela, of course, 1918 to 2013, South African anti-apartheid revolutionary political leader and philanthropist, president of South Africa from 1994 to 99. And here's the quote. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Julio, how have you been? Hey, Bonnie. I've been absolutely wonderful on my end, and thank you for having me today. We're delighted to have you back. So tell me, this quote, we've got the word powerful weapon, and we've got the word changing the world and leading with the word education. How does that relate to our video discussion? Well, and in terms of how it relates, um, I'm a big proponent of Malcolm Gladwell's, you know, putting in your 10,000 hours and becoming an expert. I think these two quotes, if you kind of align them up, kind of represent where we're at. We have to constantly be learning. There's new tools, there's new techniques, new strategies. And if you're not out there actively engaging in learning uh, and actively pushing yourself to learn new things each and every day, whether it's your job, whether it's your life, Um, then you become stagnant. So education to me is the way to keep going and uh, keep on, you know, trucking one foot in front of the other. So tell me something. When it comes to education, a lot of people are really nervous, Julio, about being on camera. Is there there an educational component to getting comfortable if the method we're going to be talking about or one of them today with you and Alexandra and Jason is you, if you're in sales, you need to be the one on camera. Is is there an education component there or just, I don't know, taking a, a lot of something to calm your nerves? What's your thought? <laughs> yeah, just it just takes time. Um, of course, education is a part of it. It's you just trying things out and personally seeing what works for you um, in your industry, uh, looking at a fellow thought leaders, fellow salespeople, and seeing what works. So, yeah, there's an education uh, component there. And don't let that word scare you. It just means keep learning every single day. I like that. I like that a lot. Good approach to life. Thank you, Julia. And we'll be catching up with you in a few minutes. And now rounding out our panel, another newcomer, Alexandra Witta. And she has sent us a quote from Leila Gifty Akita. She is a Ghanaian and founder of Smart Youth Volunteers Foundation. 
Uh, her, her bio online says she's an influential lady with the passion of empowering the minds of young people to make a great difference. She has an MPHIL, I assume that's a Master of Philosophy, in Oceanography at the University of Ghana. Very interesting lady. And here is the quote. You have the power within your reach to create what you desire. Alexandra Witta, welcome to Game Changers. How are you? Hi, I'm good. And you? How are you doing? Thank you. I'm very well. It's kind of you to ask. I am not familiar with Layla Gifty Akita. Why don't you tell me how you picked this quote? Because I love the quote. Yeah, so I was actually looking for a quote that um, underlines the message that I definitely want to um, get across on this call. And this is that everyone can start creating their own videos today. There's a super low barrier to enter video creation nowadays with all the free apps that are out there to create video content and uh, the free tips and tricks you can get from YouTube on how you can best create a professional looking video. So I hope that, you know, on this call, we inspire people, especially in sales and pre-sales to try it out themselves and uh, to start creating video messages for their prospects and customers. Thank you very much. I found the quote very inspiring. And when it comes to video, I like the term, you have the power. Alexandra, tell me something. You have the power with video. Do you feel it is the most powerful type of content today? I I think I asked uh, Jason a moment ago what he thought. Do you have to have video in your toolkit to be successful in social selling? Yeah, I think that video just helps you to be more authentic more engaging and to get your message across in a more um, successful way. But I think that video is just one way to do it. I think live videos, for instance, live streams on social networks such as um, Periscope, Twitter, help you to have an even higher impact because uh, from what I've seen lately is that people love to join you in a moment. And Mm -hmm. I think this is even more powerful. And then you can even think of other um, technologies with regards to video. For instance, 360 videos or looping videos or comic videos, everything that sparks excitement and that's kind of new to the eye. I think this really helps to get attention and to stick out from the crowd and to um, make sure that people are listening to you and um, engage with you. I think, uh, yeah, I want to highlight that. Thank you very much. Engaging is another word that's a key word in our conversation. Thank you, Alexandra. Pleasure to meet you. Now let's go around the table and get to know our panelists a little bit better. Jason Taylor, a couple of questions. I think on our prep call I said I'm going to ask you two personal questions, but I promised they wouldn't be too personal. And anybody who knows how to spell can figure that out. But I actually have three questions. I changed my mind. Number one, where are you calling from? Number two, what's in your cup today? We'd love to know what's the drink. It doesn't have to literally be in your cup. What's the drink that makes you feel so powerful in what you do? And number three, just briefly, what is Grapevine 6 and what do you do there? Jason, you're up. All right, so where I'm calling from, so I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I'm calling from Grand Rapids, Michigan, my hometown, as I'm in town visiting with family right now. Nice. Um, So what is in my cup? Julio probably knows this because he and I worked together in the past and we've traveled a bit. I am a big proponent of the Old Fashioned, which is my favorite cocktail. I prefer with rye as opposed to a bourbon um, just because I think uh, you need something a little less sweet. 
Okay, um, we we had that. Somebody else mentioned um, uh, that seems to be coming back in fashion, old fashioned. We're going to have to call it the new fashioned, Jason, because I had a guest <laughs> a couple weeks ago who made the same exact distinction, and I think he said he preferred the pre-prohibition version. Is that something that makes sense? Yeah. I mean, so there's a, it's, it's very hipster now and, you know, ah. all with the craft cocktail scene being as great as it is now, folks are really starting to pull back, um, and, and get back into that old school way of cocktail making, which was much more labor intensive. Um, I, yes, I do prefer, I guess, the pre-prohibition, um, but I, I'm a, I'm just a fan of some good old fashioned rye whiskey, some bitters. A little bit of Demerol sugar and you know a big ice cube, and we're good to go. Make good an orange to peel. <laughs> Don't forget the orange peel. Talk to me yeah. about Grapevine Six. What is it? What do you do? Okay, so Grapevine Six, we are a social selling um, and employee advocacy company. Uh, we work with SAP, and a lot of the companies that we work with are financial services because of the compliance work we do. I'm the director of partnerships and channel. I've been working with you know, working within channel ecosystems for the past six years, uh, both at Grapevine 6 and my previous company. And I manage all of our, our partner relationships. Um, needless to say, I still am thrown into the enterprise sales cycle quite a bit. Um, so I don't get, you know, I, I still have to get out there and sell, right? And, and that's why, you know, I'm on the call today is giving, you know, the insight from a sales perspective. I'm a person that is 100% sales and, um, you know, the use of video is, especially what Alexander's doing and SAP's doing with Iris, um, there's a lot of really cool stuff you can do with it. And I'm learning more and more each day, uh, but background is social selling. I do a lot of training as well. Thank you very much. Pleasure to meet you. And by the way, I'm in Durham. So if you were in Charlotte, I sort of could wave out the window at you, but it's too, too many hours away. So there you go. And now so let's Raleigh. turn... If, What's that? Bonnie, I do. I got to throw this out there. So in Raleigh, there's a great place called Seagrace, one of yeah. the best old fashions I've ever had. I will have to make a point of getting over there. There you go. Thank okay. you very much. Appreciate the tip. Julio Viscovich, it's been too long. How are you? Let's find out where you are today. What's in your cup or what's your favorite drink you wish was in your cup? And what are you up to? And what is this about being a marketing professor in any order you want, Julio? <laughs> I appreciate that, Bonnie. Well, I'm going to take it back uh, and keep it very, very traditional and just say, you know what? I am back into making my own milkshakes, so I'm going to go with a strawberry milkshake. Very classic. Ooh. And it's just a reminder to me that everything comes back to the basics, even though we're going to talk about new tools, have fun, talk about how video plays into sales. At the end of the day, it's being a human being, and it's relaying that information out. So I think my drink kind of mirrors what I want to get across today. Thank you very much. Strawberry milkshake. Ooh, that sounds good. How many strawberries? What's the proportion of strawberries? What sweetener do you use? Do you put ice cubes in and what kind of milk? Oh, my goodness. You're putting the pressure on, honey. That's, I know. That's I want a know. recipe. Come on. You know, it, it's different every time, and that's the beautiful thing about it. You've got to mix <laughs> it up and never follow a recipe because you should never get complacent and always be pushing yourself to try an extra strawberry or take one away. And that's, that's my viewpoint, and that's the way that I live. And that determines how many strawberries are in my cup. What a phenomenally wonderful answer. Thank you. I like that. I like that. Now tell me, seriously, are you a marketing professor? What's going on and what company are you affiliated with now? What are you doing? Yeah, so I have uh, 
pivoted a little bit towards education. It's always something I've been into uh, as a trainer um, going back many, many, many years. And uh, now I am still continuing to, uh, to push uh, what I think is the best way to market and sell. And I'm doing that at uh, Thompson Rivers University in a beautiful little city called Kamloops, British Columbia. And of course, uh, I'm still working with my own company, Next Level Sales, uh, as a consultant and working with businesses uh, in both Canada and the United States. Uh, to uh, help improve their sales teams. And that includes bringing on video, how to use it best, uh, along with many other social selling techniques. So I am keeping busy and uh, certainly looking forward to uh, rounding out the summer uh, with my final month in Japan. So I'm looking at doing some traveling later this summer. Very exciting. Thank you so much. I'm imagining you as a professor, and I bet you keep your students' attention. I bet you do. I know with your your attitude and that smile, you always send me a smiling picture. Thank you very much. And now let's move around the table one more time to Alexandra Witta, Global Digital Selling Specialist at SAP. Rumor has it you are really a specialist in this, and you've got all kinds of tips and tricks and strategies to share with us. Alexandra, welcome. Tell us where you are today, what you love to drink, and what do you do? What's your passion for social selling and video? Yeah, so I'm located in Berlin, so I'm actually, I can actually see the Berlin uh, TV tower from my window right now, and it looks uh, like very beautiful. It's a very hot day here, but I wish I was in Michigan. I was an exchange student in Michigan years ago, and I love the state, so I'm very jealous. <laughs> Jason? Yeah! Um, I'm having... Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm having Almdudla. Has uh, has anyone ever had Almdudla on your show, Bonnie? Mm-mm. What is it? So Almdudla is a herb lemonade um, from from Austria. And um, when I grew up and we went to Austria for skiing, we usually had that lemonade after skiing. And I thought that I could only get it in Austria. But now I've grown up and I found it in the supermarket here in Germany. Um, during the summer, and now we're, you know, having it in the fridge, and we enjoy drinking it. Um, yeah, it's very tasty. Yeah. Can you spell that for me, Alexandra? I want to look it up. How do you spell the first word? I got lemonade, but what's the other part? <clears throat> so, um, A-L-M, and then D-U-D-L-E-R. I have it. Om Doodler Lemonade, Herbal Austria Lemonade. Here we are. Okay, it's a, it's the brand name of a popular, <clears throat> excuse me, carbonated soft drink from Austria. Is that the one? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Very interesting. Thank you. Always looking for for interest. I can see the bottle. I can see yes, Am Limonade. They spell it the the French way, L I M O N A D E. So now tell me. You and video and social selling, your expertise, what are you up to at SAP these days? Yeah, so uh, when it comes to video and social selling, I just look at the new ways you can um, combine video with social media platforms, and I love trying new things out. So um, at Sapphire, which is an event that we host every year, Mm-hmm. I took that as an opportunity to try out um, new apps and tools that I c- came across in the app store, for instance, how to make an image, video collage, like a collection of things, how you can um, do time looping, make time looping videos. 
you know, how you can make 360 videos. So I tried out a lot of different things and then I filmed myself trying these things out and posted it on LinkedIn for, for other people to to get aware of this and for, for them to be able to, you know, try it out and know about it. So this is what I'm currently super passionate about. And I'm also now looking into the topic um, video at home studio. So what... Um, how can you design your room at home in a way that you can easily and quickly create um, very nice-looking videos and post on so- social media? I um, made some sketches on Saturday morning and posted it on LinkedIn and already got a lot of feedback, and I just love it. You know, we can save costs today. We can just collaborate and stuff on social media. And, uh, and yeah, so I hope this answers your questions. I could talk about social video for hours. but uh, I yeah, can we, tell yeah, you make so it sound so Easy, Alexandra. We're, we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes. Thank you very much. I'm going to give my panelists a chance to go take a sip of something interesting. I'm not going to ask them what they what's really in their cup right now. Uh, it's 10.23 a.m. here on the East Coast. I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, Julio, I moved here. I left New York 10 months ago and moved here to a new home working from my home office, looking out on a very gray day here in Durham, in case you're wondering, Jason. Um, it's been raining off and on a lot. Actually, it knocked over some of the plants on my porch the wind from the thunderstorms was so bad the other day woke up and found plants and pots cracked lying on the floor of the porch and said oh my I gotta do this better next time so I'm getting used to the weather here it can be thunderstormy and rainy for about five minutes like Miami weather and then the sun is out and blazing you just never know it's gonna take me a while but I'm only drinking my cool clear water Julio you remember that they do not let me anywhere near caffeine on radio show days and you know why so we're gonna take a quick break 90 seconds is all we're going to be taking a look at our notes and when we come back jason taylor and i will officially open the roundtable portion of the show if you're just tuning in you're listening to changing the game with social selling radio presented by sap and our very fun topic but very important topic is social sellers and video look ma i'm on camera so don't even think of touching that mouse that app that dial we'll be right back erin out When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Social media is taking sales organizations by storm. And only those who adapt quickly into the new digital world will be around in the future. Social selling is a concept that has implications to all lines of business. From building the fundamentals in the sales process and getting the content marketing mix right to building cross-functional teams and ultimately changing the way buyers and sellers engage in a digital world. Join our experts as they analyze and discuss how social selling is changing the world of business. Changing the Game with Social Selling is presented by SAP. Visit www.sap.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Changing the Game with Social Selling, presented by SAP. Email your comments and questions to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet during and after the live show at Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. 
Now, let's get back to changing the game with social selling. Absolutely. Social selling and video. That's our very special focus today. I'm speaking with Jason Taylor, Julio Viscovich, and Alexandra Witta. Jason Taylor is going to start the roundtable with me, and we have something very provocative to share from his notes. He says, you can increase conversion from a social post linked to a landing page with video content. I need you to take me through that, walk me through how that roadmap works, Jason, and then we'll invite Julio to chime in, agree or disagree, and then we will add add Alexandra to the conversation. Go ahead, Jason Taylor, please. Yeah, so, you know, it's a pretty simple premise, right? Video content is more engaging. People, humans in nature are just naturally, uh, I guess, short-term in, in their thoughts, right? Everyone's, everyone's compulsive and everyone wants to move on to the next thing. You know, they want it quick and fast and fast and quick. So the idea here is, um, sharing a landing page, let's say you create a landing page for, you know, a really cool article, download, case study, whatever, or just a landing page in general, you create a cool social post, you add a very beautiful image, and then mm-hmm. you share it to Twitter. Someone clicks on that link. They go back to the landing page. They're going to be more apt to view. And just, I, I think about it from a personal perspective because mm-hmm. I do the same thing, right? And, and that's the way that I see uh, my prospects and the way that I think about my process from a social selling perspective is would I do this? Because if, and the idea there is my peers are the ones that I'm trying to connect with. Those are the decision makers, right? Those are the folks that, you know, someone at a director or a vice president or even the C-suite, those are the folks that I want to connect with and engage with. So I don't have a ton of time. Um, I always have headphones because I'm always on the phone because I'm a salesperson, Right. Um, mm-hmm. So even if I'm in line at Starbucks, as opposed to reading, you know, the 600 words on this landing page, if I see a video, I am more apt to click on that, right? And and what that will do is that will increase conversion because video is that is consumable, that is well drawn out. They have what's called the 80% video. And what that is is, um, you know, a video that you create that covers everything that would be on a discovery call. So if I, if I cold called Julio and said, hey, Julio, this is Jason Taylor, great by six, how you doing? You know, I get through the whole spiel without him hanging up on me. That's what I want to cover. The, the questions that would go into that first call, who are you, what do you do, why should I be talking to you, what's your value proposition, that's what you want to cover in one of these videos. And that's just, you know, that's just one option, right? But the point is, someone's going to click on a video before they're going to read the entire page because everyone is short-sighted and everyone is very impatient. And that's just the nature of humans. And Jason, we find, we find video exciting, don't we? It's like, oh, what am I going to see? Who's going to be in it? Is it going to be interesting? Am I going to learn something? Am I, am I going to want to share it with somebody? Don't you think that there's? it's like going to the movies right on your desktop, on your screen, on your phone, on your tablet? I find that there's a very compelling, oh, let me look at that. What does it sound like? What does it look like? I just find that videos are, are very, uh, draw me out. They they, they yeah. engage me. There's just, I don't know, it must be something, a human thing we do. By the way, before I bring in Julio and Alexandra, how long should that intro video be, Jason? I mean, it, it really depends. I, what, I don't recommend going over like 60 seconds or even two minutes. Just That's because, what I was looking for. Yep. You know, that as, as an individual myself, I'm not going to watch a four-minute long video. You know, if I'm in a hurry or if I'm walking back from Starbucks or 
you know, Tim Hortons back to the office, and you know, chances are I'm not going to watch a longer video. So keep it snackable, if you will. Kristen Lawrence from my from Grapevine Six, she always talks about snackable content. I I love that phrase. Something that is short, that is to the point, that is fulfilling as well. And low on calories. Thank you very much, Julio Miskovich. We have to get you into this. What do you think about the idea of video on a landing page? 60 seconds, two minutes at the most. Will people re- look at it before they read? What's your experience? I think it's absolutely essential to work into your landing page. I think every salesperson should have their own landing page because you're, you know, you're, you're, you're your own person. You're an expert, and uh, that's what you're building off of. And video is a great way to do that because it evokes so many different senses, right? Um, versus something that's 2D that's on paper. Uh, there's a reason why you know they're closing newspaper uh, businesses like uh, the plague at the moment, right? And and that's exactly what's happening is people's preference for content is changing, and content that evokes more than one or two of the senses uh, is far more apt to draw somebody's attention in. Um, because of the amount of clutter that's out there and the amount of just content that's being created every single day. How can you stand out? How can you be different? How can you push somebody to uh, want to learn more from you specifically? And I think video is a great way to do that. Thank you. Alexandra Witta, love to get your thoughts on this. I know you want to share. Talk to me. Yeah, so I think that with GDPR, I don't know of any other way you could do prospecting any better than sending a video landing page via social media. And I think that this shows that you really care about the customer, that you took the time to listen to what they're interested in. Um, Even if you have never been in contact with them, right, you can use social networks to find out um, what they do, what they post, what they're interested in. And then it is also a way for you to really make sure to personalize the message right towards them. And um, and to already establish a personal connection uh, without even having talked to them ever before. And I can also share two success stories on the topic or mm-hmm. one success story on the topic. So uh, one of my sales colleagues, she learned how to create her own video landing page on one of our workshops a couple of weeks ago. And she took this exercise very serious and wanted to send out a landing page to real prospects. So she sent out her first video landing page to a real prospect, and then she got a call from the assistant, um, and the assistant asked her to uh, arrange a meeting with um, with the person that uh, my colleague um, approached to via this video landing page. So they had the meeting about one or two weeks ago and decided that they would like to move forward, that they would like to have an on-site meeting in September, and this is how powerful a video landing page can be if it's sent via social media, for instance, by a LinkedIn page navigator, right? And I found the story so great because it's the first time someone tries it out and it, and that person already has success. And uh, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone who creates a landing page for the first time, but it, it just shows that you can increase your success with it. I love the story. I really do. She must have been ecstatic that this worked so well and so quickly. Yes? Yes, and now she's um, making videos all the time. So I think this is um, so um, yeah, inspiring. I, I, I just love it. Yeah. And empowering. Thank you for sharing the story. Let me quickly go back around the table to Jason. Anything you want to wrap up on this before I move on to something from Julio's notes? 
No, not at all. I, I, I think Julio hit it on the head. He had to get a little bit more scientific than I, but that's just in his nature. Okay. <laughs> we heard, we heard that. We heard that. Let, let's talk about what video does for you as a salesperson, as a prospector. I'm looking at your notes, Julio, and you say something very interesting here. People want to buy from people who are considered experts. Video should align with your customers or your prospects' business questions and problems. So we've been talking about anybody can do it and there are ways to do it very quickly with your smartphone and create a landing page. Great. Let's get down to what the content should actually be. So experts, how do you prove that you're an expert in a video without being sales, sales, sales? We know nobody wants to be preached to, sold to, looked down on. They want to know you've got something to offer that will make their day better, make their job better, make their company better. So talk to me about how do you know how to align your video with business questions and problems? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's something that uh, hopefully most salespeople have thought about before they have begun writing emails or making phone calls out. And that is, you know, what are the questions that my customers are asking themselves? What are the problems they're going through? What do they want to know? What can make their day better? Um, What can make, you know, whatever keeps them up at night, how can I answer a question that can help them, you know, get a little, a few more minutes of sleep. Um, But that's, that's what I think of at the end of the day is what is my customer asking or what do they want to know and I start with that and that means that you're not the one pushing messaging out Um, you know you're taking a more of a push-pull approach where you're actually thinking you know what are they saying and there's websites out there that can help you identify what are those questions and just having a list of those questions really helps you identify what content that you should create and uh, you know there's many websites out there but think about where your customers are hanging out is it LinkedIn groups is it you know Uh, wherever on the web and how can you find out what they're asking and what their business problems are and if you can create videos that help them or align with those values and what they want to know about then I think you're on the right track um, in what your content should be and again keeping it very short like we already talked about consumable um, and you know answering those questions and I think if you can do that you can accelerate yourself from somebody who's seen as just a salesperson into more of a trusted advisor role and the more they see your face and the more that they see you answering the questions that they want to know about uh, the more stock they put in you as an expert Um, and I did the air quotes there uh, because you should always (laughs) be pushing yourself to get better and never consider yourself an expert because one thing that uh, Socrates Ah. said is what is it if there's one thing I know that I know nothing at all but uh, at the end of the day that's how I feel that you should use video is answer questions Um, and I think to quote or to kind of look at one of the biggest impactful individuals who used video from a very early um, stage was Gary Vaynerchuk, a very famous mm-hmm. marketer now. Gary V, um, sure. Literally, you know it. Um, yeah. And he would go on and just find out what questions people wanted to know about matching their wine with foods. And he would just make these tiny little consumable videos. And this is going back, I mean, 15 years ago. Um, 10 years ago, I guess, and uh, he was able to drive traffic by using links in his description on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, and ended up uh, making himself into a a pretty renowned uh, expert in the space. he did. As a matter of fact, I think it all started. He came here from Russia, lived in Queens, New York with his family. I think there were eight children in a small apartment. His father had a wine store in New Jersey and business was so-so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary V was one of the <clears throat> early adopters. And I remember taking a class online 
um, called the Social Media Success Summit before I even joined SAP. That was about 10 years ago. And Gary V was one of the presenters. And I think it was three days and about 25 presenters and they they sent us the slides and the audio it was it was an amazing experience to take a three-day intensive learning experience a workshop uh, social media success summit that's what it was called and I, I remember very well and then I, I know he has Vayner media now he's uh, he is a big shot and he did it right so one question Julia I want before we bring in Alexandra <clears throat> excuse me and Jason here question is I notice in your notes you say Sites like Quora.com allow you to see and search for questions your customers might be asking. Is that what you recommend to find out what's on their minds? Well, that, for me, that's the biggest question and answer um, website across the globe, at least. And I think um, that is the website that Gary Vee used at the time to identify what types of questions that uh, your customers might be asking. And you can see how many answers are there, how uh, knew the questions are, et cetera. So, yeah, sites like Quora really help you figure out what your customers might be asking for. Whether you're selling, you know, uh, CRM software or whatever it is, you can go there and just simply type the acronym in or type the long form in and see what people are asking. Um, and that's one website that I highly recommend that you get on uh, to figure out what people are asking you in your space so that you can become a thought leader and you can start uh, solidifying yourself as an expert. Thank you very much, Alexandra Witta. I know you have a lot to say on this. Talk to me. Yeah, so I think that video helps you to be considered as an expert. Um, I have a colleague who is an expert in his field, and he's requested to give demos all the time. He works in pre-sales, but he can't split himself up, so he decided one day to, that he should you know, create a video and uh, provide it to sales and demand agents so that they can leverage his video to show um, his expertise, even if Richard can't join the meeting himself. And then one of his colleagues um, shared Richard's video on LinkedIn, and it received 2,000, around 2,000 views. And then Richard was like, oh, if that person can share my video on LinkedIn, I can do this too. So he never shared a video on LinkedIn before and he took the courage to do it and what happened is just absolutely insane he got 25,000 views on that video in which you know he shows a little demo and he got invited to speak at several events including Oktoberfest so it happened that uh, my colleague Richard went to Oktoberfest for free last year and had the time of his life yeah talking about his expertise in um, in one of the sessions at Oktoberfest, yes, but also, uh, you know, enjoying, enjoying um, that people are uh, seeing him as a thought leader in that field and having a great time up at Oktoberfest, of course. Um, but I think we, we also need to help uh, people to um, feel confident in showing their expertise and thought leadership in videos. Why we mentioned at the beginning that uh, education is very important. So I think if we... In, in our companies, um, don't um, and uh, provide the necessary software platforms, um, education on the topic. Then, I think, yeah, we will not encourage as many people as we could to create their own videos today. But video is so powerful, so I hope that um, in the future this will be just standard in every con company for all the sales and pre-sales teams. Thank you, Alexandra. 
I'm going around the table to Jason Taylor. Jason, join us. So, how do we get set up with this whole Oktoberfest thing? Because I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sidebar, sidebar. Go ahead. (laughs) That was very good. Very well done. So, here... So I think Julio, and, and I agree with, with Alexandra as well, but Julio hit it on the head. You choose the right platform, answer the right questions, right? How do you build credibility? You answer questions. You, you, you guide people. So one thing from a social selling perspective that Julio had mentioned just for Quora, you can, you can do the same thing on Twitter, right? If you're selling ERP or CRM, go out and create an advanced search on Twitter or on LinkedIn because what happens is, People that are out evaluating or know that they have an issue, they're going to turn to their social networks for advice, right? So they'll say on Twitter, has anyone ever used, you know, ABC company hashtag CRM, right? If I'm selling CRM, I want to know that somebody has posed that question and identify that. Uh, one thing that I used to do actually um, when I was um, helping to create a, a sales process for um, an advertising company a few, five, six years ago, I guess, well, it was a long time ago, um, <laughs> was we, we, would, we would listen to sales calls, and we would listen to what folks were saying on the phone, what questions they were asking, right? So when Julio says, go out and find all of these questions and answer the proper questions that your prospects or, you know, your current clients have, um, it's important to make sure to build credibility in that form and be able to answer those questions, and what better way to do that than video? Why not, instead of just, you know, emailing back and forth or continuous phone calls, have video on hand that you can email or you could send via, you know, LinkedIn. And then, once again, I can't stress enough, make sure you're using the right platforms. Make sure you're using the LinkedIn's and the Twitters. Um, choose what's best for you and your company and your solutions. So I think the right platform and answer the right questions is how, you can use video to build that thought leadership or build credibility and also make sure that you have, you know, a consistency. Make sure that you just don't have one video and then two years later you yes. have another video. Yes, absolutely. Or even w- once a month is probably way too far apart if you really want to reach your audience and let them know you're, you're thinking about them and you're in the game. Thank you all. Julio, I'm going to skip coming back to you to wrap that one up. I think we've done a really good job of it, and I want to pick on some notes here from Alexandra. Uh, We're about seven minutes away from our crystal ball predictions round, so let's see if we can get a couple of more topics in here. Alexandra, a couple. let me just read a little bit from your notes. You say, everyone is able to record high-quality videos with their smartphones today and be successful with it. I think we've established that. You say, uh, another comment here, you say, um, I'm quoting it, Self-recorded videos have a higher degree of authenticity and talking to the audience is more engaging on social media. Let's talk about that authenticity. How casual or formal, how business-like should you read from cards? Uh, Yes, I'm looking at the latest question we just found on Quora.com, and it looks like 92% of people in the C-suite want an answer to this, and I have the answer. How, how, How do you do that? How do you make it come across as authentic without being corny, or is corny good and without being stuffy, or like you're reading a script. Alexandra, talk to me. Yeah, good question, Bonnie. Yeah, I think um, it's important to keep the video as short as possible and directed towards your main message, right right to the point. Um, I think that it also helps to let loose and to 
pretend as if you were talking to someone. This um, has usually helped um, a lot of my colleagues to just pretend that they were talking to me instead of into the camera when I recorded them. And uh, I think um, I think it's probably also okay, you know, to make mistakes. Um, I think this also adds to authenticity. We are humans and um, we might not always find the right words or we might have to start a, a sentence over again and this is completely fine. Um, mm-hmm. When we recorded videos at an event, we even used um, video to introduce ourselves as the social video crew and make that more personal. We... Um, We only ask people to maybe answer one or two questions so that they don't have to do a lot of preparation in advance. And we usually try to say uh, to people that, hey, we we are only going to record you once or a maximum three times and we will not do any editing. And this this um, has really worked. Um, mm-hmm. I think when I look at the videos now, I don't feel that people are... Uh, reading a script, that they are very natural, and these are just some tips and tricks that I've learned uh, along the way. But I'm so curious to hear Jason and uh, Julia now on that topic, too. Thank you, Alexandra. Let's move around the table to Jason. Taylor, go ahead. So when it comes to high-quality video, I think it's very important, right? So I think she's right in the fact that with some of the newer phones, yes, you can create some great content, but I think it's also very important from a business perspective to provide some training and some insight. I know that she had mentioned, you know, some tips and tricks. It's, it's, I think that that it's good to have video, but mindless sloppy video is a Mm -hmm. bad thing. Right. Okay. Once you start to put a bad taste in somebody's mouth, they're going to stop listening. And then you see people like Gary Vee is a perfect example. He's raw. Like, he's authentic. You know, he swears. He, he does what he needs to do, and he is himself, right? He talks to the camera like he's talking to a buddy at the bar. I think that's the way that you build authenticity, and I think you can do that with some proper training. But what you don't want to do is... I guess, once again, put a bad taste in, in your audience's mouth by creating, a, you know, a video that's poor, that has, mm-hmm. has, you know, bad quality and doesn't have the proper messaging. So I think you just need to be careful. Very interesting. I was intrigued with your use of sloppy versus raw. I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition. Let's see if we can get Julio Viscovich to chime in here. Julio, what are your thoughts on... Authentic, real versus raw versus sloppy. Where do you come in on that spectrum? (laughs) Yeah, I think you definitely want to appear. uh, You want to give off authenticity, but at the same time, appear organized and on top of your game. So I think it's important that you develop a personal system when you're creating videos. And just before we move forward, um, to draw the distinction between, you know, you have thought leadership videos where you might be asking a question, Mm -hmm. and then you have video, you know, personalized video messaging that you perhaps could send directly to somebody um, prior to a discovery call or in lieu of or whatever that may be. So just making sure that you understand there's two types of ways to use video and perhaps even more. Uh, And again, to be authentic, but at the same time, have a strategy for making sure that you present uh, in a very succinct manner, again, keeping it between 60 seconds or 90 seconds or whatever that is. Uh, and having a, a personal system, and you'll you'll fall right into that, and you'll get used to using it over and over again. 
Um, it's just that initial bump at the start where you, you're nervous. It's new technology. It might be a new app that you're using, whatever that looks like. But uh, once you get over the hump, it becomes extraordinarily easy. Uh, and you have all the technology that you could possibly need built into your computer, your phone, or whatever it is. So you have the tools already. It's now just a matter of figuring out how to use them best. Thank you. Well put. Alexandra, I'd love for you to chime in. We're st- I'm still stuck on the sloppy versus authentic versus raw. How do you help somebody figure out where the balance is? What's sloppy to you versus raw and real? Yeah, so sloppy doesn't um, only relate to the to the message, in my opinion. I think sloppy also means that you don't care where you are. You have lots of background noise. Um, you're distracted. You're not looking into the camera. Like all these negative things that I actually don't want to concentrate on now. I think when you concentrate on the positive, um, a good um, a video message um, um, is spot on with regards to the message, to so the content is... Um, uh, is good from a technical science um, of view as well, like uh, right headspace, framing, l- uh, light, good background, um, high audio quality. Audio quality is key, even more key than the content, according to some uh, research. And then third is how you deliver the message, right? Even if you have that video file, how do you send it to a prospect so that they don't think it's them, but that they think that you really put time and effort into creating this personalized message for them. How do you present it? Like, where do you share it? How do you share it? And um, how do you, when you write text to them, in addition to your video, how do you make sure that they feel intrigued to watch your video message, to, to see you on video? And I think that all makes the success formula. Um, so I hope this answers your question, Bonnie. Yes, it does. I, and it tells me we have a lot more to talk about, but we're out of time at this point. So thank you, Alexandra. I'm going to scoot around the table to Jason Taylor. Jason, I have 60 seconds with your name on them for you to give us your prediction, crystal ball time. And we're talking, of course, look, Ma, I'm on camera, social sellers and videos. So what are your thoughts? Will anything change? Let's, you know, 2020 isn't that far away. Let's shoot for 2020. Talk about shooting a video rather than <laughs> shooting yourself in the foot. Um, what will change if we we met again and had this conversation. What do you think, Jason? 60 seconds, go. So I think that social selling and video as part of social selling is going to be a more formal sales training process. I think that, you know, you're going to continue to have all of the training, you know, from a solution selling standpoint. Um, but I, I think social selling is, is you, you're already seeing it at SAP, you know, with the program that we're part of. Um, it's, we're getting great numbers. Things are going very well, right? Um, so, in, in introducing you know video into social selling, I think is going to be something you're going to see a lot more of. Thank you very As, much. I I agree with you. I agree with you, Julio Viskovich. I have sixty seconds for you. Wonderful. Uh, I think one of the beautiful things about video, Bonnie, is the fact that it can be an auxiliary sales force for you as a salesperson. Uh, it's almost like your own personal lead generator out there. Um, every once in a while, if you're putting out consistent content, uh, every once in a while you're going to get a call or an email just out of the blue, and uh, all of a sudden it's an addition to your pipeline. So I think we're going to start to see that, and the more that we have people like Alexandra at the forefront testing and looking at data and seeing what works um, and ultimately looking to build sort of a body of training off of that, 
um, is, is big. So collecting the data, collecting, you know, understandable stories for salespeople to help them buy in. And I think, um, and again, to tap into Alexandra's point at the beginning, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to wrap up with that. But I think that's what we're looking at is to, ta- to tap into that idea that, you know, sales, hopefully we don't have to call it social selling in the future. Hopefully yeah. it just is selling. I agree. I've heard that before, and I think it's words of wisdom. Thank you. Good prediction, Alexander Witt- Alexandra Witta. Love to get your prediction. So much to learn from you. I know you're really an expert in this. What do you see coming down the pike or up the road in terms of making videos for social selling between now and 2020? What's going to change, Alexandra? 60 seconds. So 10 years from now, I think that um, for the people that are now teenagers, it will be very natural to communicate via video. And we will not do. We will not have to do a lot of convincing or give trainings anymore. I think that everyone who's not doing any communication via video will clearly have a disadvantage. And I think that uh, social video communication, one-to-one video communication, will be so much more informal in the future. Um, and 20 years from now, I think that um, video will be like email or phone. So we will already have the next communication tool or way of communicating. And I'm already looking forward to uh, being, you know, in that uh, time frame and to try out the new, to- new tools and communication means. Thank you very much. Very exciting conversation. I can't thank the three of you enough. Really enjoyed learning from you. Jason Taylor at Grapevine 6, Julio Viscovich, Next Level Sales, Alexandra Witta at SAP. Shout out to AJ Mohammed Arif at SAP for putting together this marvelous panel and series sponsor Kirsten Boyleau at SAP and Aaron, our intrepid engineer at World Talk Radio on the Business Channel. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. We got to wrap this up real fast. So here's my call to action. Fasten your seat. Belt. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today, and that's in order. Just like Jason Taylor, just like Julia Viscovich, just like Alexandra Witta. I'll be back at noon with another live show, The Future of Work. You don't want to miss it. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Changing the Game with Social Selling, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the conversation going, Tweet your questions and comments to Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham again Tuesdays on the Business Channel. We wish you a positively game-changing week.